In a time where parents have the weight of a thousand decisions on their shoulders and every step is like walking in quicksand, adventure's probably not in your focus. However, research shows families who adventure are more resilient and have significantly healthier minds and bodies. The purpose of this podcast is to help families connect through simple and authentic adventure experiences. Welcome to Ordinary Sherpa, your online community designed to help you connect, reach your summit, and create meaningful adventure experiences with your family. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Sherpa. I'm your host, Heidi Dusick. I am recording this intro in the back of the RV. Yes, I'm in the bedroom. It has now been converted temporarily to my podcast studio because we are on, I don't know, like day five of our gap year, which started in northern Minnesota. So I am coming off of two days of hard skiing at Lutzen. We've attempted winter camping, which I'm starting to love. Brand new adventure experience for us. And another fun experience for us is skiing on Tuesdays. I've never day skied on Tuesdays when it wasn't a holiday. So this has been truly remarkable. And it's been one of the things we were hoping to do on our gap year was to get a little bit more snow, have some powder days. And yeah, it was everything it was cracked up to be. There was nobody there. And it was pretty delightful. So we had some great skiing. I want to continue, though, on the trend that I started last week. So I heard from a few of you that you enjoyed hearing from my seven-year-old last week, and I'm going to continue this week with my 10-year-old daughter. As you may or may not know, my daughter had a severe bike accident in 2022 and spent the first part of the year in two full-arm casts. So in addition to learning about her version of adventure, she'll also walk us through her accident, her recovery, and the many ways she continues to be brave. Joining me tonight is my beautiful daughter. Welcome to Ordinary Sherpa. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Do you want to tell listeners a little bit about who you are and what kind of things do you like to do for fun? I'm 10 years old and I like drawing and reading and I also really like piano. Yeah, you've been playing piano for a while, haven't you? Mm Mm-hmm. That's been something we're trying to figure out how we can do on the road. Have you figured any? Do you have any good solutions for that? I was thinking like we could get like a keyboard and stuff it in the bottom of our RV. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot getting stuffed into that RV, (laughs) isn't there? Yeah. So, little girl, in two weeks, we're going to be leaving school, getting in our RV and taking a family gap year. What are you excited about? Well, I'm excited about we could like go outside and it could be different every time you go somewhere. We've taken a couple practice runs, haven't we? Yeah. What are some of the places that we've been in the RV already? Canada and New Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's all. Any stops along the way? I don't really remember. <laughs> You remember that place with all the hot springs and the place where you had your accident? Oh, um, that was Palo Duro Canyon. Yeah. Should we talk about your accident for a second? Sure. Sure. So we were in Palo Duro Canyon State Park on New Year's Eve. Do you want to tell the story? Um, And we were biking and there was like this turn and I went down it and there was like this little river, but, but it was really shallow and I couldn't really um like turn back because it was 
too like steep and then I fell into the river and I broke both of my arms. Yeah, it was a really sharp hairpin turn and we took it too wide, got caught up in the grass and went in the river. And then what happened? And then my brother jumped into the river and got my bike out and he um, kneeled down so I could get out of the river and there's this two people who one of the lady stayed with me and the man went with Caleb to find my dad because he was dumping the RV and he would come and meet up with us and then we would go biking but that didn't happen yeah and there was this lady who had kids who would always like break arms and and collarbones yep yeah, she was like a little trauma nurse, wasn't she, on the trail? <laughs> and she was like, I have a, like a first aid kit in my car. And she gave me medicine. She was really nice. Mm-hmm. And a bottle of water. Yep. And we mm-hmm. went to the emergency room. Yeah. We don't need to talk about that one, do we? No. It was pretty awful. And then we got transferred to Children's, right? Uh-huh. And what kind of things happened when we were at Children's Hospital that in, in Lubbock, Texas, at UMC, we were in middle of nowhere, really. But do you remember some of those things? So it was New Year's Eve. What do you remember about the hospital? I remember that it was really kid-friendly and there was lots of colors. And the nurses were really nice. One of them talked about Harry Potter while I was getting my cast off. Your x-rays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were pretty miserable, weren't you? Yeah, that hurt. And then then we got taken up to the peds floor. Do you remember what you all had broken? I remember I had broken like a bone in my wrist. On the right side, I bro- broke like it on the left side of my wrist. And then the, on the right, this is hard to say. It's okay. We'll just say, yeah, you had two broken wrists, right? We had fractures in both wrists, and mm-hmm. your elbow was pretty messed up. Smashed. Yeah, yeah. smashed, yeah. There was a big chunk not in the right spot, wasn't it? It was like my funny bone, the piece of down below, way below your funny bone, it's way up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't too funny, was it? No. Why did we have to spend the night? Because um, I had surgery in the morning, and it was 3 a.m. And when were you supposed to have surgery? Uh, first thing in the morning, and I it was like some time when I got surgery. It wasn't first thing in the morning when you had surgery, no, was it? No, it wasn't. What was the worst part of all this, though? Because you had your accident at like 10 o'clock in the morning, and the next morning, what? You still weren't able to do what? Eat. <laughs> yeah. So you went a full... Oh, gosh. Almost. Almost. Do you remember how long it was? Because your surgery was at what, four o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Everybody felt bad for you. I think I couldn't eat for like two days. Yeah. So you had surgery and you're here. You're talking about it. Anything (laughs) else you remember from your stay at the hospital or your surgery or anything else you want to share with anybody? I remember going to um, some friends of my cousin's. They they were really nice. They fed me cookies and milk when we got there. Yeah. Yeah, that would be our friends Hans and Christine in Oklahoma. Friends of cousins. They were amazing, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Took us in and wrapped their arms around us with love and all kinds of little things they did for us. 
from milk and cookies to what's dad's favorite breakfast that they made? Do you remember? Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy to, I mean, just everything, didn't they? They had movie and popcorn and the boys were entertained doing stuff. So that was kind of a blessing to have some friends on our way home. So you left surgery. What was life like after surgery or after you got home? Well, I couldn't really do most of the stuff at school. Like, my handwriting was awful. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't say it. You had two full arm casts, didn't you? From hand, like from fingers to shoulder. So that was pretty rough. So did you go to school? No, I didn't. I stayed home for um, six weeks. Mm -hmm. And I got, well, my brother went to school and my teacher... Um, he would go to my teacher and he would take my homework and also give him like my stuff that I did last week and give it to him so he could like grade that. Mm-hmm. And you did a lot of reading too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I finished the Harry Potter books. How many? Yeah. Seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. Which one was your favorite? Number four. And that one was what? The... Goblet of Fire. What kind of things did you do when you had two arms in your cast? Like, where, did you still get to play outside? Did you do things for adventure? Like, how did we do things together as a family? Or what did you do in terms of playing outside and, and doing adventurous things? Well, I mostly, I went for walks. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you had to dress, though, to go outside. Um, I weared my dad's coat. <laughs> and... I think he even had bungee cords on it, didn't he? Because we couldn't get gloves on you, could we? Yeah, we did. (laughs) We put bungee cords on it. Yeah, you were a pretty good trooper, though. You were helping build stuff when you could, but pretty much you had no use of your arms. Yeah. Well, I played Legos with my dad. (laughs) Yeah, how'd that go? That was pretty much like, Dad, put this one there. No, not there. Over. No. Over that way. No, just let me do it. That's pretty much how it went. Yeah, I can Mm -hmm. see that. I can hear that too. That's kind of funny. You still went to piano though, because it was it was good for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. So we had auditions, and you would play two piano pieces, and I was in the middle of learning one. The hardest part was the right hand, and I only had like a half a cast right now, and then. They would have this, like, music stand holder, and she put my arm on there. Yeah, so your piano teacher, yeah, we were practicing for auditions. So we would still practice, though. You only missed one practice. We were taking trips down to Milwaukee, which is about two hours one way, Mm. to go see the orthopedic. And we'd have x-rays, and after a couple of weeks, you got your right arm the cast was able to be trimmed down, but the left arm stayed in a full arm cast for quite a while yet. Mm -hmm. And all in all, I think we were in casts for eight weeks and then you moved to splints. It was pretty astonishing by March, I would say you were back. No casts. How did you feel about that? When you first remember the first time you got your cast off, because you got your cast changed pretty often. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you got them off in the doctor's office and you looked at your arms and you were like, ugh cover them up yeah they were they were like so skinny because the muscle in my arms hasn't been used in like four weeks I think Mm -hmm. 
and it was all red and the skin had like all bumpy it was disgusting <laughs> yeah you were like i don't want to look at him that's disgusting yeah that was a hard that was a hard day wasn't it yeah yeah so in may we get back in the rv and we meet up with our friends like we always do on memorial day and what happened i got back on my bike and what was that like well first it was really scary they didn't want to, um, and it was, I was afraid that I'd fall. But then after, um, my dad helped me up and I, the rest of the weekend I was pretty much biking. Yeah. We took a big group ride too. Do you remember that? With all of our friends, all the adults, all the kids, I think there was 20 of us. Yeah. And there were a couple spots when you got a little nervous, didn't you? What did you do? Yeah. Well, I'd either walk my bike. Yeah. I'd walk my bike. Do you remember when Kim came up and she's like, I'll walk with you? Yeah. What'd you say? I don't remember. There was a time when you were stopped looking at the trail because you were a little nervous. And one of our friends, our friend Kim, stopped with you and said, do you want me to walk with you? And you looked at her and you said, I'm not walking. <laughs> <laughs> you just needed to regroup and get yourself back together. And, and you rode, didn't you? Almost five miles we did that day. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you accomplished something? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get back on your bike and get nervous and think about that time you had your accident? Yeah. So just riding around the house was one thing, but riding on trails, is trails hard? Well, I'd always stay on the greens because they're fun and they're easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we go up to Marquette sometimes. It's been quite a journey, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about just learning to do all the different things. So what else, besides biking, what other kind of adventurous things do you like to do? Horseback riding. Mm-hmm. What about in the wintertime? Skiing. How long have you been skiing? Um, eight years or... Wow. Yeah, before you were even two, weren't you? Then that would be nine years. Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> almost. Can you tell me a time about skiing where you were... It was really cool, and you were like, wow, that was a lot of fun. Well, we were skiing at Grand Targhee, and there was, like, a kid section zone, and there was a bunch of jumps, and I was, like, kind of scared. But when I did it, it was actually really fun. Mm. Yeah, Grand Targhee was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Can you tell me a favorite memory about a time when we were traveling or some of the things you've done or that you remember from traveling? When we were coming back from our big Canada trip, there was these hot springs and there was this cauldron that I always thought was like a witch's cauldron and you could like sit in it and um, when we were there, there was these some, some people and they, they had dogs and they were so cute. Yeah, and we watched their dogs and pet their dogs while they were in the cauldron yeah. and then... They took pictures of us while we were in the cauldron, didn't they? Yeah. Do you have, your brothers talked about their travel goals. So your older brother does Major League Baseball stadiums. Your younger brother does ice cream. Do you have a travel goal? To get to all the national parks. Yeah. And how do you keep track of them? Do you do anything, to, the same routine every time you go there or after you leave? We take pictures at the sign of the national parks and then at the visitor center um we would always get a stamp that normally is stamped in your passport we stamp it on a little piece of paper and then we would put it in a scrapbook 
Yeah. We also have the postcards. Uh-huh. Do you remember writing your favorite memory on the postcard? Yeah. Which national park do you think has been your favorite thus far? Because I think we've been to 18 of them. Do you remember? I thought it was like in the 20s or something. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I think we've been to 18 Major League Baseball stadiums. I think we've been to 23 national parks. Yeah. Which ones do you remember or which ones do you think are your favorite and why? Um, well, Haleakala, that was kind of my favorite because, well, I got altitude sickness kind of, and but it was really pretty. Like the clouds were like growing. Yeah. Plus, it's just fun to say, isn't it? We were like, Haleakala. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember going out the window and being like, I'm going to bring the clouds inside. <laughs> Grab yeah. the cloud from the window. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah. What other ones did you like? Well, this one with this really pretty lake. Crater Lake? Yeah, Crater Lake. Tell me about that. What did you like about that one? The lake was like so blue and it was really pretty. It was like an ombre kind of color. Mm. Yeah, we had a snowball fight there, didn't we? Yeah. How about one more? What's another one? Should we talk about the Badlands? Ooh, those were so pretty. It was like really windy and it was like in the RV it was like hot. So when you would go outside, it'd be like, you would like feel all the wind. And also um, like you could see forever. Yeah. And we went to that night sky program. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Um, They're like, oh, that's Leo. And um, that's the swan that's like floating on the Milky Way. I'm like, Wow, I don't even know what they're talking about. (laughs) True story, right? Mm -hmm. Then we learned so much, not just about like the dinosaurs, because there's tons of fossils in Badlands, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Do you remember how many they find a day? How many fossils they find a day? No. On average, it was eight. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of fun. But the night sky program was really cool. We learned a lot, didn't we, about astronomy? And I remember, like, the days of the week were, like, named after a planet or something. Mm, the days of the week were named after, yeah. I don't remember that whole story, but it was in, was it in Latin? But there was some of it that was in Spanish, too, right? Because Monday was based on the planets that you see, and it was a certain, it was interesting. It was fascinating. Yeah. We should just tell people to go there. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Go to the night program. At Badlands, and you'll maybe learn about all these different things. Because it was a little cloudy that night. We didn't see many stars. So they were trying to mm-hmm. fill the time and teach us about all of these other things. Very cool. Little Miss May, what kinds of things are you looking forward to on this gap year? What are you looking forward to with schooling and traveling? Do you want to tell a little bit about where where you think we're going and what you want to do? Well, I really wanted to like make uh, research on the a Greek mythology family tree. Mm, that's going to be one of your projects? Yeah. That's cool. And then we're both listening. We have tickets to go see a Broadway show that I know you're very interested in. Do you want to tell everybody about it? And then what are we going to learn before we go see that show? We're going to learn about the American Revolution and we're going to go see Hamilton. Yeah. You're pretty excited about that, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I wish you guys could see your face right now. It's like lighting up. (laughs) I needed to drive really early in the morning the other day and 
the Hamilton soundtrack for two hours kept me going. So it was really good. I'm looking forward to doing that too with you, little girl. Anything else you want to share with listeners? What if someone else is a 10-year-old out there and they think adventures like, I don't know, dirty and boring or hard and they're a girl and they don't like it, they think it's for boys? What would you tell them? I would say that it's not dirty, it's beautiful. What does adventure look like for you? Just like at home, everyday life, what kind of adventures do you do? That would be like exploring the woods around my house. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the river, uh, the creek in Jasper? Yeah. Yeah, do you want to tell everybody about it? So me and my little brother... We found this, like, a bunch of logs that looked like a bridge, and there was a river flowing under there, and it was so fun. We acted like we were Indians, and we had this, like, mushy stuff, and there was a bunch of leaves and grass, so we decided to take this mushy wood and put it in on the leaves and then take the grass and tie it, and it looked so cool. Yeah, it was very fun. And you've done this a number of different times. Like you and your brother play really well. You have forts that you've made in the woods, but also it's just sometimes doing things that are new and different and maybe you're not good at them yet, right? Yeah. Any other examples of things that aren't necessarily even outdoorsy that are sometimes adventurous for you? Like sometimes we make a bunch of different crafts from our library. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. We try to make an adventure list too, don't Mm -hmm. we? Do you remember some of the things that were on your adventure list last year? I think it was like going to swim at some of our family's pool. Yeah, it's kind of fun because then we connect with extended family members, don't we? Yeah. And we try to do things that are easy, not far from home, but also get us out of our comfort zone a little bit, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. Very cool. Do you want to tell everybody a couple more things? After you got done with your cast for spring break, dad and the boys went out west skiing. We did our own fun adventure, didn't we? We had a couple of them. So one of them included getting on an airplane and you wrote a story about this, didn't you? For school, kind of. Mm-hmm. What was the title of that story? A Vacation Without My Brothers. <laughs> Yes. And you had to convince me of why you deserved a vacation without your brothers, right? hmm Yeah. And then we went rock climbing. Do you want to tell us about that? Um, we went rock climbing with my best friend and her mom and her sister. And also we went with some of my other's friends. And my friend's mom, she is a um a teacher and she teaches Outdoor education, I think. Mm-hmm. And Outdoor adventure education, yeah. She does rock climbing, and there's a rock climbing wall in the gym. And she would go to this place, and it's called Adventure Rock. Something like that, yeah. There's these big climbing walls, and there's also, like, little climbing walls, and they're so fun. And there's a free climb, and also there's the, the belay. And I would always like dropping because then you would like to like walk on the wall backwards. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty brave. I think that was the first adventurous thing you did after having your cast off. And I was probably a little yeah, nervous and excited at the same time watching you climb up these rock walls and 
men bouldering without any harnesses or anything. That was a little crazy for me, but you know what? We did it, right? We did it. Yeah. Any advice you would give someone who's had a bad accident or something that you have to work through that's really hard and scary? Well, don't let your um, disability for a short time hold you back. Mm. Yeah, you had a pretty amazing attitude. I was so proud to be your mom and watch you in all those different scenarios. You were a light, that's for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us and being brave and sharing your story. Anything else you want to share with listeners before you go? No. No? (laughs) Okay, sounds good. And that, my friends, is who we call beautiful girl in our house. I have five key takeaways from this episode. Number one, be a blessing. From the strangers on the trail to the friends taking us in, we were wrapped and loved and supported from so many different people. How can you be a blessing to others? Number two, at first glance, things can be scary, but it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Accept help, walk before riding, and recognize that things will be different. Number three, do you have a routine to remember adventure by? Routines and rituals can be great triggers to help remind you of memories later. Number four, adventure is not dirty, it is beautiful. And number five, don't let your disability for a short time hold you back. I hope you found some lessons, but also just appreciated getting to know the back end of Ordinary Sherpa and the family behind this work. We truly enjoy adventuring, and my kids have taught me so much. I am still astonished by the things I'm learning and seeing and watching them grow. I think adventure has been a great tool in helping me as a mom to be brave and keep going. Until next week, keep on adventuring value from today's show, here are three easy ways you can support us. Subscribe to Ordinary Sherpa Podcast on the platform you're listening to. It lets the providers know that you're getting value from the show and want to be around when we release additional content. If you feel compelled, leave us a review. Two, find your friends, family, and others you think would enjoy this show and share this episode. Three, and most importantly, join the community of families interested in creating authentic experiences through simple adventures by going to OrdinarySherpa.com backslash community. We want to hear from you and create content that would benefit your family. Thanks for joining us on this journey as we help families connect through adventure.